Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Let's go ahead and dive in this morning. Um, Christina, give the people what they want. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll go from there. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, thanks for the show as well. I send a lot of my mentees uh, in career development to to your show. So thanks a lot for this. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, my name is Christina Aldon. I'm a brand strategy consultant based in Las Vegas. I'm a speaker, a trainer, uh, and a mentor as well. I'm a soon-to-be author. That's pretty exciting. And I work in tech. I mostly work pretty much like as a, as a, as a fractional CMO, pretty much you know, small companies, individuals who can't really afford a full-time chief marketing officer. I can yeah. come in and fill that role for them on a, a part-time basis. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we dive into topics, I do want to give a shout out to everybody tuning in this morning. Ricardo, Erica, Ivan, Trey, um, I'm, I'm, Sammy, it's great to see you. Uh, Alyssa, Bradley, Haley, what's going on? Good morning. Scott, RJ, Abdus, Chris, John, Javin, Riley, it's great to see you, man. And Cabello and Kaylin, man, we got the we got the crew out today. It's yeah, wonderful. shout out to Alyssa, one of my mentors. Um, and then Steve, it's great to see you too, buddy. Um, all right, so let's dive into it. So, so, the, so there's a few topics that we kind of went over off air, right? Personal branding, mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, and obviously we're going to talk about conferences, right? Um, uh, Christina speaks at a lot of conferences as well, um, and uh, they are they're different to navigate. So, uh, Christina, where where, where where do you want to kick it off at? I've never done this. I've never asked the guests where they want to start off at. Oh, that's co- that's cool. I like it when things kind of go my way. That's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about personal branding because personal branding, I think is applicable to a, to a lot of people. Um, if you're not looking for work and also if you are working, looking for work, one of the best things, uh, piece of advice that I love that Taylor always says is, uh, start networking now when you aren't looking for work. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the key right there. And, um, the thing about it is your personal brand is already out there. You already have a personal brand. If you're engaging in it or not, you know, that's another story. You could be right. known, your personal brand might be known as like uh, the quiet person who who sticks to themselves over there in the corner. I don't really know what they do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that That's still a personal brand. And so I always encourage people, even if you are an introvert, to take control of that conversation, to control what is being said and how as much as possible. And you can do that by, you know, creating content and networking. And that's, yep. that's really what you are a big proponent of. That's, that's worked for you really well. Yeah. And, and I, and I want to kind of go into the reason why I do it, which is so funny that you brought it up. And I, and I don't know if, if, um, if you did that because you've heard things I said, but I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, people are like, yeah, whatever, Taylor, like it, hey, listen, 
I'm so I, I don't know if anybody's on TikTok. I am. Um, and by the way, I just tar- I just started a Twitter space for us as well. So if you guys are watching and then you have to leave because you can't watch video, hop onto my Twitter. Um, I am streaming this on Twitter spaces. But um, one of the reasons why I started content and putting myself out there is because um, I'm a social sprinter. Mm, yeah, um, I, I learned that term from Elise Myers on TikTok. She's probably one of my favorite content creators right now. Um, and uh, she called it social sprinting. And it's so true. I'm really good in about 30 yeah. minute kind of increments. And so um, so 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 let's dive in. I mean, obviously, a lot of people on the sh- uh, who are watching and who will watch are obviously going to be, um, you know, introverts right in the software space. I mean, let's face it. I mean, there, there's a reason why software engineers are not salesmen. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Talk That's about right. the t- talk about your thoughts about putting out content to be you know introvert. you really uh, I also am an introvert surprisingly because I need to recharge you know I'll go up I, I just got back from Amsterdam and, and Poland you know conferences are opening up again two thousand yeah. people at DevOps uh, Poland wow. four hundred online speaking uh, in front of warm bodies again is is really great yes. but uh, yes. you know at the same time you get all those people into one room they're all all eyes on me uh you know i i take a nap for like three days afterwards it's for real it's, it's for a real. lot for me and so i like that term sprinting but you know what what you can do what i do is i get in front of the maximum number of people at once <laughs> that i that i can and 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 share my message which for me is always going to be wrapped around emotional intelligence and leadership sure. um but what we can also do is we can write things like do a, a 600 word blog post or, or article, I guess they're called on LinkedIn, right? That's right. an introverty kind of thing where you can go in and reply to the comments at your leisure as you want. Maybe you just even go in afterwards and hit a like every yeah. now and then. Yeah. And that's introverty enough and you're still getting you know a little bit of information out there other things you can do is you can mentor others as a networking tool i've been a mentor mentor for a long time so um you can mentor others and they suddenly become brand ambassadors for you right so i hear people a lot they say i'm really good one-on-one and I don't get nervous and it's okay one on one. But then when I'm in front of multiple people, it's hard. Well, you know, you could do like an experience share. Mentorship is just about sharing your experiences. You mm. have experience negotiating a raise, you have experience transitioning careers, you have experience writing a talk, you know, some kind of an experience knowledge share. And if you do that one on one with a few people here and there who are extroverts, <laughs> Right. It could be really helpful for you, right? right. It's helpful Absolutely. for your personal brand. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think another thing too, uh, and, and I want to drive this home as well, um, is, is talking about introverts and finding a job. So talk about in, in your experience why it's so important for job seekers to yeah. put out content um, on yeah. the internet right now. Yeah, you know, uh, there are two things, and that's um, how people are interacting with your brand and you at your current experience, because I see this all the time at conferences, people will travel and they go, Hey, how is it over at company X? And they'll be like, Oh God, company X is awful. It's this and it's this and it's not this. And I don't want this and I don't want this. And I'll tell you what, dude, I do not want you sitting at the desk next to me at my company. I'm not going to recommend you. I'm not going to refer you. Um, if you can't manage, you know, those emotions in a way that is still going to be proactive 
listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not happy here. What I'm right. looking for is this, here's what I'm working toward. That's a different kind of story that you're telling. Right. right. And so that's important how you're engaging with people. Also, uh, like I said, you already have a brand. So if you right. are known as the team lead who loves to launch on Fridays and then scream and rant and rave at everybody all weekend long, that's your personal brand. Right. You know? right. And you really got to think about how you're walking through life right now and who might be seeing you. I love um, that. Even if you're an introvert, how you are, how you work, that is what you're communicating about your personal brand. And so that's important. Are you helpful to people? Are you dismissive to people? Are you impatient? All of right. those kinds of things. And here's here's the real kicker that, you know, is kind of tough when you when you hire me for consulting or coaching is that, um, you know, my whole thing is that, you know, how we do one thing is how we do anything. And so if you're grumpy and impatient at work, then chances are you're probably being that way with the people who you love the most at home too, right? Man, calling out some people right there. Yeah. I, and I think too, I think a lot of people hear this word content creation. I'm And listen, I'm tired of the word content. Like for the mm -hmm. record, it's what I do and I'm tired of it. Yeah. I will tell you this, branding, content creation, you know what all that is, y'all? You know what all, it's just reputation. It's, it's just your reputation. You got to manage it. Yeah. What are you known for? Right. And, and, and I think, and, and, and so I'll, I'll kind of push back a little bit on you, Christina, on this, yeah. on this one thing, not push back, but like, so, so let's say I'm, I'm the grumpy gills that yeah. was at the conference that you talked sure. to. Sure. Sure. But you follow me and you know that I'm a generally happy person. Yeah. You're going to naturally give me kind of, Oh, Taylor's having a bad day. Correct. Right. Because there's already, there's exactly. already there's already rapport. You know, yeah. uh, I had a really difficult time. The rug was completely ripped out from under me about four years ago in my life. And I had to, you know, kind of bring in my resources and quiet down and do a bit of healing and restructure and organize my company. In fact, I rolled my book of business over into Arana Software. I used to be LG Designs for Lucky Girl Designs. And, and so I did a lot of shifts and changes and right. because my brand was so solid, because it was not uh, part of my brand uh, right. to drop the ball or to have brain fog or, you know, as I, as I dealt with this tremendous, just unbearable grief, my clients, my vendors, my colleagues, everybody was so much more forgiving and allowing and tolerant of my, my, uh, behaviors right. and recognized, okay, she's got something that's come up. She just needs some time. And yeah. it, it was really, really helpful for me because I built a solid brand over the exactly. years of consistency, of integrity, of right. always showing up. I love yeah. that. So Joel, Joel is a master on LinkedIn from a content creator. And he actually says, <laughs> he goes, hi all what's content. And I'm glad he asked that. Right. Cause, cause I think Christy and I are definitely talking in the clouds a little bit. So let's go a little bit more practical. Content is just thoughts, things, pictures, um, uh, videos that you are going to put out on the internet um, across all social media platforms in some way, shape, or form. Um, typically, when it comes to content, um, and again, we're not going to dive too much into this, but really at the end of the day, this is what I tell people. 
we're all comfortable on Facebook posting about our weekend trip with our family. Mm -hmm. On Instagram, we always post this beautiful plate of food that was sat in front of us. Sure. On Twitter, we complain to companies that have slow services. Yeah. I don't know why we don't flip that entire script and post everything about our, not everything, but post more about our professional lives because that's the thing that's going to move the needle, not posting. Now, there's nothing wrong with posting family pics. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, is you need to get that more comfortable. Christina, I didn't know if you wanted to find content in your own words. You know, uh, defining everything's content. It's funny because uh, at Everything. one point, when yeah. <laughs> hashtags yeah. first came out, one of my friends who's a social media marketer, we used to speak in hashtags. We'd be like, hashtag this, hashtag that. And she'd be like, it's all content, baby. It's all content. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, whatever you're putting out there is content. You're putting something out there that is content so right. put stuff out there that is going to make you look favorable to companies that you want to hire right yep. um, put stuff out there that is going to make you look favorable as a team leader and you don't have to have the title team leader you oh. can lead from within you can be a supporter and that's that's being a leader so so i get chills whenever i have a good thought or you say something good mm. and i love what you just said and i want to expound on a little bit you don't have to be a leader in an organization to put out content around leadership. And I will, I will tell you this, if you stay consistent around putting out leadership content, even though you're not a leader, I, I'm not going to promise. Mm -hmm. I, I would almost promise that you will become a leader, an official leader within your organization. Yeah. There's, no there's no way you cannot do something every single day and get better at it. So right. are you getting better at complaining? Are you getting better at, um, you know, blogging? Are you getting better at podcasting? All you got to do is pick one or two things. That's it. People yeah. think that they have to be on all the platforms. Uh, oh, TikTok no, and don't. YouTube. No, pick one or two things and just spread a consistent message on there yeah. about, you know, how you work, what it's like. So people can kind of paint that picture about what it's like to work with you. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. it. All right. So we're halfway through. I knew this would happen. And we even started a few minutes early. So let's go on to the next thing about emotional intelligence. Oh, Dev comes in real quick. What if we're not allowed to share much of our work with the public? It's hard to make content on topical topics if we cannot talk about the tech we're working with. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good uh, comment. And I talk to technologists about that all the time. Uh, you can still talk about basic fundamental things, how I got into my career. Um, here are some fundamental. There are always newbies. I think this is what people forget. <laughs> uh, technologists who've been in for a while, right? You, you're, you're far removed from um, the initial learning curve that you uh, learned about a specific uh, stack or a specific, right? And so I think I saw one of your interviewees, your podcast hosts was talking about how they wrote an article like nine years ago or something and uh, that was it, Colin. yeah, yeah and it Colin, still he, he, he works at smile direct as a front-end engineer and he wrote like i think he said the simplest thing and it's still like thing. number one in that, whatever place he wrote and so he's he's known as the person who helped people with that right and so it can be as simple as that um think about those types of things uh or, or even what it was like a little bit personally to navigate office politics or what yeah. it's like to go back into the office, stuff yep. like that. Tiny little moments that you see you navigate every day now, but right. initially early on, 
Um, you know, those, those things you can share, you're allowed to share those. And Deb, I, I will say this. I think you're looking a little too, a little too narrow right now in terms of just like the, the tech you're working on. I would say, talk about dev, mm -hmm. talk about dev, talk about yourself. Hey, what are you struggling with? Hey, uh, you know, what are you seeing in the market? Hey, what are some topics that you want to learn in tech, right? Do your uh, top three. You just saw from a conference or a webinar. Yeah. yeah. You know, actually I put this out the other day. Um, and I'm interested in your thoughts, Christine, and then we'll move on. Um, cause I definitely want to get to the other two topics. Uh, but I knew this would happen with you and I, but, um, basically if you want to create content and you're in a position at your company where you can't like talk about your stuff, go and create and summarize other people's presentations and blogs. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I said that there was one girl who tagged me. Um, I did a LinkedIn session with Danny Thompson, the great Danny Thompson. And um, that, that was the start of COVID. It was in 2020. Um, literally, she summarized it in a tweet thread and it yeah. got like 900 likes and like a good gazillion engagement. Yeah. And all she did was summarize our conversation. Yeah. I love it. I love it when I get off of stage, right? I've just delivered a keynote. I've just delivered a workshop and I get off stage and I see my words that have been, come back to me on Twitter. You know, and it's I, just cool. get to I will always retweet. Hey, if anybody summarizes anything, it's the best compliment for me. It's the best compliment ever. Yeah. Somebody absolutely. listened. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so, so let's move on. Um, Deb, hopefully answered your question, man. If you have any more problems with that, shoot me a DM or Christina will both help. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is emotional intelligence. So you're really big on this. Obviously, we could devote probably 16 sure. weeks yeah. about emotional totally. intelligence. And we're going to talk about it in five minutes. So yeah. general thoughts around emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is uh, broken down into four parts. It's awareness of self. And that's always the first step. It's always the number one thing. You got to be able to look in the mirror first before mm -hmm. you can, you know, manage anything else around you. So awareness of self. Uh, awareness of others, management of self and management of others. So it's really how we're walking in the world, how we're interacting. There are 26 different facets of, of those four categories. So we're talking about communication, integrity. We're talking about having an accurate self self assessment, which mm. um, I'm historically horrible at. <laughs> Uh, I could be bombing this right now. I have no idea. Like, I um, and so, you know, those things are important in emotional intelligence. And if you just pick one of those facets for three months and say, all right, for three months, I'm going to work on this. Um, you'd, you'd be really surprised about how the things around you start to unfold just because you've decided to improve your communication for three months, become a student of communication, become a student of integrity, um, become a student of giving back to the community, your, your yeah. mentorship or, or how you're volunteering your time. Mm -hmm. I think one of the, well, I, I listened to one a leadership podcast called the Leadership Lean In, and mm -hmm. it was crazy um, uh, that the guy who I listened to, his name's Chad Veach. And mm -hmm. he said, and this really struck me, and, and, I, and, I, and honestly, I've, I've wrestled with it. I think I've only asked my wife it once since the podcast because I have such a problem with it. Uh -huh. um, is he said, when's the last time that you are completely vulnerable with somebody and goes, what can I improve on? Where am I weak? Where am, yeah. I, where are my blind spots? And he yeah. goes, and he goes, you need to ask somebody who obviously knows you very intimately. He goes, sure. your wife, your partner, your spouse, boyfriend, sure. girlfriend even maybe a manager coworkers worked for you a long time. He goes, when's the last time you asked that? And I was listening. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I've never asked somebody that. Oh yeah. 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 And so, so I, so I, I would challenge everybody who's listening to this now, 
reach out to somebody who you trust, who can be yeah. totally vulnerable with you. Well, and we have that in our relationship with, you know, my Jay and I established that very early is that, you know, don't ask the question if you're not going to be ready for the truth and yeah. prepared for the truth. And sometimes even when we're in arguments, you know, and it'll come out and he'll be, it seems like something now I don't want to say, it seems like really, and I'm like, I just don't know how to express it without being a total jerk right now. Right. right. Like it's going right. to come out ugly. And he's like, all right, let's hear it. Let's like, like bring it. Let's That's awesome. It. And so it's, you have to have somebody in your life where you have that kind of relationship with. I have a couple of trusted friends as well who are really great um, and, you know, a therapist, I think everybody should be in therapy. So, um, my, my therapist really helps me with that too. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, just, Justin comes in and goes, what are some articles slash tools to work on emotional intelligence? Oh my gosh. You know, I have the attention span of a gnat. My favorite <laughs> is okay. emotional intelligence 2.0. I love that because it's a book that breaks down each of the 26 facets. It gives you a quiz at the end. It says, all right, you need to go back to chapter three. Here are some things that you can work on for it to improve your communication. You can go back six months later, take the test. You can like pay another $30 six months later after that to see if you've you know improved your integrity part or your your like whatever part of emotional intelligence so i really love that book uh, there are also a lot of um online resources that are free um that that are around that book as well mm -hmm. i love that i love that um and then Alyssa comes in and goes i feel like you you have to ask someone who has also skin in the game and has a capacity to be yeah yeah listen Absolutely. I, I, sure. yeah i'm not saying go out and like talk to a stranger about it i mean no. this is mean, to to, to get a full review of who you are as a person, that person's going to have to know you pretty intimately. You're going to mm -hmm. probably know them pretty intimately as well. Um, but I mean, I think it's so true. I think, um, you know, in this market right now, in the job search market, I mean, I talk about this all the time. I think deploying emotional intelligence in the, in the interview a lot, right? I, I try to go everything back to the interview process because, yeah. because I, because I think, I think a, there, there's a lot of terms that we as society throw out that can be extremely applicable. So for example, if, if, if you're running up against a dead end time and time again, having the mental awareness, having the emotional intelligence to be like, you know what, maybe I'm interviewing for a role that right. I shouldn't have right now in That's my right. career. Well, right. and the research, the research tells us, right, that anybody who is given, when you talk to tech hiring managers, which I do a lot yeah. uh, because I have a lot of mentees and I'm always kind of scouting for you both. Right, right, right. And so, you know, when you when I talk to a lot of hiring managers, given a, a technologist who has the same stack, who has the same skills, even even the one who might have the little bit lesser skills, if their emotional intelligence is higher, yeah. they're the ones getting the job because it is so expensive. It's so much more expensive to have to deal with issues that the drama queen is is gonna <laughs> to handle, right? And and present to the company. Nobody wants to deal with that. A hundred percent. And again, so we're going to move on to the last topic, but, and, 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 and emotional intelligence, that obviously was really quick. If you have any more questions, please reach out to Christina. Mm -hmm. um, again, that, that, that is her kind of passion. Yeah. Um, as long with I'll give everybody content. 30 free minutes of consulting. If, if they do there you everybody, go. all the listeners, yeah, there you go. Like if you need to work on your um, EQ hit up Christina. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So uh, last thing um, conferences. Oh. So oh, we're man. back. I'm headed to Jacksonville next week. Then I got yeah. Louisville after two weeks. And then we got KCDC. You going to KCDC? Uh, no, I am oh, not. I miss not you, KCDC. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Code Palooza. I'll be there delivering the keynote. Are you going to be? You know, I, I met my Jay at Code Palooza because all the speakers would come in and uh, do the bourbon tour 
yes. uh, did before. And so yeah. that's that's where we met. So conferences, they they have this ecosystem around them they that do. really holds a special place in my heart. And lucky for me, you know, I'm I'm the human skills woman. So uh, I'm I I don't go to any specific uh, technology. I don't stick to any one sure. platform or stack, right? So I uh, hang out at, at the Java conferences and the .NET conferences and everywhere. So, All of it, same, yeah. me and you both. Yeah. So so how can people get, so, so let's say, um, so most people, aren't as lucky as we are that can mm -hmm. probably go to all these conferences. Mm -hmm. um, if, if, if somebody has one conference on their list this year, yeah. whether it's KCDC, whether it's, you know, render this past year or whatever, yeah. what, what's some good tangible pieces of advice? Cause I've talked about it, but I've never actually talked about it with another guest. Oh yeah. You know, I love, first of all, when people come up after the talk, even if you're nervous and even if you don't know what to say, just to say good talk, because I'm a speaker and I can pretty much take it from there. Yeah. <laughs> Once somebody says, Hey, great talk. Thanks. Then I can kind of start the conversation a little bit. And, you know, maybe there are some things that we can work on offline. Most speakers will offer you some free time. Like I just offered 30 minutes free consulting here. Yeah, Most speakers yeah. will do that. Right. Um, they'll they'll say, uh, let's join a different group if there's a really hard problem that you're having, something like that. Um, but oftentimes we'll like even go for lunch or we'll go hang out in the hallway yeah. uh, and just sit and, and work on some stuff. So that's one thing is like, just go up to the speaker and say, Hey, liked your talk, even if you don't have specific points or you're too nervous. That's one thing. Another thing is to choose one or two people. I like to choose maybe two people and kind of be their wing person. Right. And so, that. Uh, you find somebody who either is a speaker or an attendee who's been around for a bit and you can go, hey, you know, you have plans for dinner. I don't have any. I want to hang out. And you don't have to do all the things. I don't do all the things. Yeah. Um, and I want to stop you for a it's second. It's overwhelming to do all you of permission. <laughs> yes. Because I'm telling you, like when I started my career out at these conferences, I would go yeah. to every talk. I would go to every dinner. I would go to every breakfast and holy crap, I basically worked out. myself sick. Yeah, you get burnt out. It's so much giving and so much energy and brain power. And so unless your brain has, you know, I do a talk about memory performance and brain performance, unless your brain has the ability to go into a, a little bit of a, a change of brainwave frequency, you're just going to get completely overstimulated and overwhelmed. Yeah. And so to hang out with one or two people and then just make a couple of touch points throughout the conference, you don't have to stick to them like glue. That's, right. that's awkward. Right. But then also don't make one touch point and, and then disappear for the rest of the conference. Correct. Say, well, they never invited me or they didn't do the thing or they didn't. Well, they're, probably overstimulated too. Yes. <laughs> things too. So just be persistent. Lots of times there's a Slack group. Lots of times there's a Twitter group chat, yeah. um, a WhatsApp group chat for the conference. And so, you know, just kind of get in on, on some of that. That's, that's really helpful as well. And then, like I said, the hallway track, if you are going to decide to like find a corner in the hallway, be consistent with that corner, the whole conference. Yes. Ooh, I like that. I can talk about that. I like that. Yeah. So the whole conference, that's what I do. And that way, when people come around the corner on their way yeah, back to the hotel, because yeah. they're going down the hallway, like, hey, I saw you here again. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're here again. Yep. This is my spot. Yep. This is this is what I'm doing. I got an outlet. Oh, yeah. I got some water. 
that. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. Jordan, uh, my man, Jordan has any recommended conference options for people on a budget. Uh, Barrett, former guest of the show goes lots of good online conferences out there for free or cheap. You can usually find a good cheap local conference or two in many areas. Um, yeah. My, my advice, Jordan, definitely find something in your area. If you want to do it cheap, just come down for the day and drive back. Um, and that way, all you're doing is spending money on a conference ticket. I would also tell you this. Most conferences do offer some sort of financial assistance or scholarships or something. That's right. um, so I would ask as well. What part of the country are you, are you in, Jordan, too? He's like, in Kentucky. Kentucky. He's in like, uh, yeah, he's in Kentucky. So he could still yeah. he could go up to Momentum in Cincinnati. He could come down here to conferences down here. Um, I, I, he can go to uh, Louisville. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what so, I was thinking. That's what but, I was And thinking. also too, Jordan, people need help. These conferences desperately need volunteers Correct. and typically they will waive your ticket if you volunteer the whole time. Right. Or even just one day sometimes. Yeah. And you can yeah. say, look, I'll work registration. If I can go here, I'll work the workshop day and I'll sit at the workshop day table all day if I can go to the two conference days. Because oftentimes Correct. the workshop day, when I teach a workshop, it's often before the conference. Yeah. Sometimes it's after. Um, but that's that's another opportunity. And um, another thing you can do for conferences is offer to live tweet some talks, like from the human yes. skills room. Content. Going back to content. People love it. People need conferences it. Conferences don't have a social media person on staff. They, especially like at a at a ten track conference, they don't have ten people in every room. You know, live tweeting. No. And so conferences would really appreciate that kind of stuff too. Yeah. It's actually a brilliant idea. Uh -huh, That's uh -huh. a great idea. So this is why yeah. we do this. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, another thing too, I'm gonna uh, and we'll close it out here. If you guys have any questions, please ask them now as we wrap up. Um, but basically, uh, again, I want to reiterate: networking over social media and then tying that into in person um, is a game changer. Yeah. Um, I, again, I didn't really go all in on my content journey until COVID hit two years ago. So I've been at home building brand and connections for the last two years. Christine and I have never met in person. We're going to change that in September when I'm out in Vegas for my Vegas conference. But I feel like I know. I feel like I've known Christina for right. a very long time. Yeah, and and your 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 Twitter handle. You know, I realize that people know me more as Lucky Girly Girl, <laughs> Lucky Girl, than they do as Christina Aldon. So I just you know for Zoom, for for lives, for things like that, I always just sign in as at Lucky Girly. Even at conference badges, I'll write Lucky Girly Girl on it because people will recognize that before they recognize Christina Aldon or or even my face. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, Steve comes in here, says here in the mention on content, Steve had to step away. He said, any merit to us people who like to upload or stream on YouTube or Twitch? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if that's your thing, then do it. Pick one or two things and do it consistently. And, yeah. and you're going to be better off to do something. You know, if you know that you can only record like, uh, uh eight, then spread those eight over every two weeks. Yes. Right? Um, as opposed to doing all eight every way every day and then not doing anything people's attention spans are so short me and my content team we met yesterday and literally we are like we are going to dumb down our stuff even more to yeah. like 30 seconds like Small literally we've light. even noticed my what my 90 second clips aren't getting the engagement people just check out people check out now that's a whole other conversation to another day but the thing is, though, is that for, for those of you who post really long paragraphs, because I think when we when they hear us talk about content, like, oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. I got I to 
I got to write a three paragraph words essay. is long. 600 you, words is long. Yeah. yeah like, and I, I only say 600 to keep the SEO bot, uh, bots happy, right? Because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm the marketing girl. So uh, that's, that's an important thing to note, but they could be short. They could be short. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Keep it short. Uh, Steven asked, uh, Casey, where's Casey? KCDC is in the conference center, right? Always in the conference center. Yeah. yeah every yeah, year. Awesome. It's the 8th, 9th and 10th this year, I guess. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. That's uh -huh. fan fantastic. Jeff does a great job. That whole entire team is fantastic. Oh, uh, Mills, listen, he's yeah, no, they're they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Christina, any last thoughts as we wrap up here? Uh, any last thoughts? You know, I oh, just... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. I'm going to interrupt you. I forgot to ask you my question. I always oh, ask... Oh, yeah. This... That's right. You had a question. Yeah, so guidance ahead. counselor 2.0, guidance counselor in high school, middle school, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have guidance counselors now. Yeah. What's one piece of advice you would tell your younger self for, for career stuff? Oh, one piece is uh, to... Well, I don't know about that. Uh, one piece of advice for my... Uh, younger self would maybe be to focus, but also I didn't take the straight and narrow path. Like I zigzagged, I, I over here, I over here. And because of that path though, I am who I am. Right. And so maybe it would have been to focus, but also I kind of, I kind of I've owned my path now <laughs> that I didn't focus. And in that part, uh, you know, I have discovered so much of what I didn't like. So sometimes we have to make the wrong choice to get mm. to the right one. And I think, you know, just forgiving ourselves that uh, is probably the, the advice that I would give. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. All right. Now, any, and now, now any last thoughts? Okay. Uh, I think that we need to just be kinder to ourselves. The, mm. the thing about, uh, people being edgy people were all super, super stressed. We were at our limit, like two years ago, we passed our limit. Right. And so, uh, we're, we're edgy. We're especially here in the U S um, as I'm out in other countries, I'm noticing less of that. Um, but we're really edgy and angry short with each other. It's because we're also treating ourselves that way internally, mm. those internal stories. Come on, Christina. Oh, you got this. You know this. Oh, what's wrong with you? You know, then we start projecting that out into the outside world. So if we're just a little kinder to ourselves and and I'm not saying, you know, sugarcoat everything. I'm just saying, tell yourself the truth in the kindest way possible. 100%. You know? And that'll, that. that'll bleed out to everybody else. I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. All right, y'all. Well, thank you again for hanging out with us today, Christina. You crushed it. Stay mm -hmm. on real quick as we wrap it up so I can say bye to you. Yeah. Um, but y'all have a great one. Thursday, tomorrow, uh, Unicorn Finders, because a man can't have too many podcasts. My other podcast, we are live. We are going over. Um, uh, we're in the Web3 space tomorrow, talking to a company, doing some making Web3 more accessible to build in. So I'm really excited to dive into that. Um, and then Friday, it'll just be me hanging out. So Christina, you're the last guest of the week. Um, so thank you so much. Thanks a lot. And, and uh, y'all have a great rest of the week. See y'all. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode. And I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes. And I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdesson on all social media handles. 
and I hope you have a fantastic day.